So over the course of about three minutes of scrolling down through my feed today, through a whole bunch of, not random people, but people that I don't really know, because I have a policy, although I haven't been following it great recently, of following back anyone who follows me who seems like a human um, and who doesn't have a private account. And I've talked about the reasons for that, but the upshot is that my feed is filled with just random people's stuff, and I rarely go down through it because that's not the point of following someone back. The point is to level the playing field of who's, a, who's worthy of that respect and who's a human uh, on the same field as me being a human. It does mean, however, that instead of scrolling through a feed of people whose work I admire or people who I have regular interactions with, that my feed is just full of all sorts of things. And that of a lot of spoon carvers and and disproportionately a lot of beginning spoon carvers. And I noticed in the three minutes that there were just, there were in three minutes, maybe less, maybe a minute, there were four examples of different people demonstrating stuff or talking about stuff that I thought was two of the instances I just thought were silly, not the best way to do something at all, and two of them seemed downright dangerous. And at first I thought, I've had a whole cascade of feelings about this. At first I saw all this and I thought, well... I guess it's, I should step back up to the plate and start doing more videos explaining how to do things. If people are sharing this and that's what people see, then uh, someone's going to get hurt. And then I realized that, um, trying to reconstruct the order of the cascade, because I think it's, I sort of feel like it's somewhat universal. Uh... And then I had this feeling of like, you know what? I'm just going to do my own thing. Like, I just don't need to, I don't need to have an opinion about this. And then I came around to realizing as I was driving the truck up to where I walk the dogs, I came around to realizing that it's actually a good thing that people are sharing their own techniques that don't match my techniques, that don't match any techniques as far as I can see. Uh... Because it's that very assumption that it's fine to come up with your own way of doing things and that you might come up with a better way of doing things than somebody who's been doing it a long time in a particular way that led me to come up with my own unique way of carving spoons that definitely differs from what I saw people doing at the time. And I saw, you know, I saw professionals carving spoons in ways that I thought that's, you know, I think I tried doing it the ways that they were doing it and then was thoughtful about all the ways that it wasn't working and altered it and altered it and altered it until now my process, uh, to me seems inevitable. It seems extremely like, I feel like I've 
boiled my process down to the simplest, most obvious way to do it. But I have to remember that that feeling of freedom to explore my own way to do it is the very thing that allowed me to come up with that process. And I really hope people don't get hurt in the pursuit of their own process. But I think it's critically important that people feel free to do that and feel free to share that. And, and then I had the, and this is the final part of the cascade, the realization that when you share something on social media, you think you're sharing it because it's going to be valuable to somebody. And that may be true. But largely, the process of sharing what you do, or what you know, in this case, it's sharing what you sharing what you do, because I feel like in all of these instances, um, I didn't have the impression that the people doing it were particularly thoughtful yet about it, that they were just, they were doing it and they were sharing it. That, and, and here's the, here's the kicker, sharing what you know, sorry, sharing what you do, either one really, you think it's about mm, informing other people, but really it's about informing yourself and it's a self-reflective process in which you become thoughtful about your own process and that's what allows it to grow and change so i came almost full circle around to recognizing that these some of them dangerous examples that i was seeing were really part of a process that was going to allow somebody to be more thoughtful about the very thing that they were sharing. And my initial feeling of, oh my gosh, it's so irresponsible of them to share this when they don't, you know, when they clearly don't understand that what they're doing is dangerous or just silly. Uh, I came around to recognizing that, that actually them sharing it in the way that they do is part of a process that is going to make them I think be more thoughtful and whether they eventually come around to recognize that the way that they're doing is dangerous or not um, We'll see. I do think as your audience grows, as your community grows, as your reach grows, that you have more of an obligation to make sure that you are um, being thoughtful about sharing how to be safe. And it's a sliding scale. Obviously, if you have 10 followers, it doesn't really matter 
if you say something that's unsafe because it's extremely unlikely that any of those 10 people are going to try what you do without being at least somewhat skeptical of it. If you have 10,000 followers, you definitely need to be thoughtful about how you are being safe and articulating that so that other people can come to think in that same way. Um, that doesn't mean that everybody who should be being thoughtful about safety and education is. But I think it's an important part of it. But I think when you have that many followers that you are taking it seriously, you can lose sight of the fact of what social media is for before you have that many followers, because most people are not on social media to educate people, whether it's about being safe or not. Most people are on social media to interact with people. And when they share a video of them doing something, they're not doing it in a way where they're trying to educate people. They're just doing it to share, you know, look, I got this piece of wood. Look, the wood is so crisp. Isn't that a good feeling? And I look at it and I think, oh my God, look at where your thumb is. You're going to cut that. Maybe not today, but eventually for sure. But that's losing sight of the fact that that is not what they are doing. It's not what they're intending to do. They're not intending to say, hey, match my hand positions. And they are not, prag pragmatically speaking, they are not having that effect either. And the act of them sharing those techniques and the act that the very fact that they have a technique that I disagree with, that is also different from any technique I've seen one of my professional peers use, is probably a good thing for the for the larger growth and evolution of this skill. Now there's, there's also a cynical side where I could look at it and say, well, I could try to change them, try to make them understand that what they're doing is dangerous, or I could just let them learn the hard way. Uh, And there are pros and cons to each. And I think what I've found is that it is far easier to get that message across on my own terms with my own content than it is to try to come into somebody else's content and school them. Because that's a sucky way to go. Nobody likes that. If somebody came into my feed and said, you know, wow, you're doing that? Don't you know that that's not the way that so-and-so does it and you should do it this way? I would say, 
you know, get out of here. This is my feed. So I think we need to recognize that publicly correcting someone on content that they've produced is extremely rude and carries a social cost that is definitely not worth the squeeze. Come on, dogs. And probably not going to reach the people who were reached by the original video or image anyways, because they've already seen it and gone. So, it's kind of like kicking down the door of a party after the party's already been over and everyone's gone home and saying, the playlist sucked! And no one's around to hear you make that statement. Uh, so, I guess I have a couple couple final things to say about this. First, as a as a community, I don't think that we talk about safety enough. So, I don't want to give up on the idea that it is everyone's responsibility to think about how they're being safe, and then to communicate how they're being safe. And if your process doesn't pass the sniff test of have you thought over all the ramifications, um, or if you've gotten hurt in your process and you haven't changed your process, then something more needs to be done. But it doesn't need to be done by an outsider looking in, it needs to be done by the person on the inside. And it needs to be an individual journey of learning to share those, that sort of thoughtfulness. And we, as consumers of information that people put out, need to be skeptical. And sometimes that skepticism will lead to even crazier techniques that seem more dangerous to those on the outside, but ultimately that same skepticism is being skeptical about the safety or efficacy of the orthodoxy as we see it. And being willing to buck the orthodoxy is always uh, a healthy thing as long as the costs are not um, transferred to someone else. If you buck the orthodoxy and you get hurt because you don't understand why the orthodoxy is the orthodoxy, then great. Everything's fine. If you buck the orthodoxy, you get lucky, you convince a whole bunch of other people to come with you and they don't get so lucky, that's a bad thing. So if you're going to buck the orthodoxy, Make sure that you are being thoughtful about safety before you mm, try to convince a bunch of other people. Now, just to be clear, none of these videos that I was cringing at were overtly trying to educate anybody. 
but I remember when I was starting out that I would scour what was available on Instagram for any glimpse of technique. And, um, you know, largely I was scouring the accounts of people who I felt knew what they were talking about, but I definitely got ideas from a whole bunch of people, including those that were not the main figures. Uh, and so we need to be mindful that even in today's culture where actual information is being shared deliberately as educational by myself and by others, that people are still, we are hardwired to look at a video and just assume that the video is showing us something of value and something that is the way it ought to be and that we should maybe copy what we see in the video. Unless it's as crazy as, you know, some stupid funniest home videos thing that happened. If it at all looks mm, well produced, which is getting easier and easier to do, I would argue that we're hardwired to give that the benefit of the doubt. And, and we shouldn't. So we should all be um, building our skepticism of what we see, but also our tolerance to let other people be skeptical. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.